Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Selly, joined by Gordon Mack. We're recording this on a Tuesday morning, a couple days before the NCAA Indoor Championships. Lincoln's still on vacation. He better get back soon. Goes on vacation at the weirdest moments. It's just not an opportune time. We Goes need him on vacation f- in March. We need him fired up and ready to go for indoors. But he will be back. He has not been dropped. He's not been cut. No. We haven't seen him he, for a while. He's in Missouri pocket. right now? He's in Missouri last I checked. Mm-hmm. I have a GPS tracker on him. Uh, was somewhere near Spring, Spring Was he Hill. near the coronavirus outbreak? There was a person who did not, who like refused quarantine in Missouri, so I'm a little worried. I don't think that was our co-worker who did that. If that is the reason it gets to Lincoln, and then Lincoln takes it to Albuquerque, yeah. and Albuquerque takes it all the NCAA athletes, basically don't talk to Lincoln when you're at Yeah, NCAAs. actually do talk to Lincoln because that'll make my job easier in terms of like working in the mix zone, but uh, face mask maybe, something like that. I was thinking about like if I did get it, because I, like, sneezed the other day. Yeah. And I thought about, well, if I got it, and then I go to NCAs and I infect the entire NCAA track. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm, I'm advising you. <laughs> sneezing, though, I lo- looked on the list. Sneezing, not necessarily a symptom. Well, so you're okay. Well, I so sneeze people... when I see the sun, so that's why. Is that real? Yeah, I'm allergic to this. not allergic to the sun, but whenever I look at the sun, I sneeze. Speaking of allergies, like I said before, Juniper killed me last time at U.S. Indoors, so I've already started taking the Flonase, because you got to, like, preload the Flonase. Yeah. So this morning, I did my first... Preload the Flonase? Yeah, they said three to four days before. I was bad last time. You weren't there, but Lincoln was subjected to it. I was waking up at 3 in the morning. My eyes were just on fire. But Because of what? The allergies. Cedar. Juniper. It's bad there. Juniper? Juniper. What yeah. is juniper? Is that a type of tree? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I lived in New Mexico for some summers growing up and never had the issue. And Well, you're from you went to Eugene, which is so much yeah, tree. That's pollen. Pollen. Different. I have right. allergies here, too. I get cedar fever here. It's rough. Anyway. Not Cedar that. fever. That's what they call it in Austin. Whoa. Cedar fever. All right. Email is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Write in. Tell us what you're allergic to. Uh, flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can write us about running things. We've got a couple emails that we'll get to. You also can find this podcast in a number of places. Google Play. Yes. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Apple. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. Yeah. The website. The website, flowtrack.com. Watch it on the website. You can see our faces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can actually see what's going on here and when I shake my head when Gordon says something that's just outrageous. Yes. Um, if there's a podcast platform that you prefer that we're not on, send us an email. Yes. Flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. I'm in the customer service industry, so I will work to get that yes. solved. Gordon is still on the fixing the, the logo issue. Yeah, we need to fix that logo. It doesn't update. He's had one job in the entirety of this podcast. Yeah. Full-time uh, salary just to get this logo correct. Meanwhile, I'm spreading it out. I'm putting on Spotify, Apple. Every, it's everywhere. I'm doing my job. Gordon needs to hold up his end. Your job is just pushing a button. Yeah, I, Come on. I do a really good job of it, though. No, Gordon's been posting the podcast, too. He's been doing a good job with that, yeah, too. Man, I've been uploading a file. It's like it's work. Yeah, I've been sending you the title. There's been a lot of teamwork on this podcast. I don't know. There are people in this world who are professional, like, podcast producers and i can't they are robbing the people of money because it is not hard 
to upload a file. Is now a good time to announce that we're hiring for a podcast producer for this show. <laughs> Send us your resumes. Just kidding. All right. Let's talk about tracks. Yeah, yeah. well, are we going to talk about, is it time to talk about NCAAs? Are we close enough to NCAAs? We're close enough to NCAAs, and also, I think we've exhausted all the other topics. Yesterday we ran through a whole bunch of things. So if you want to hear uh, recaps of the U.S. 15K champs, the Jerry and Lawson case, Semenya maybe running the 200, check out Monday's episode. This is going to be an NCAA indoor mini preview. We're, of course, going to talk about it Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, but let's do some buy or sell here. Buy, I love buy or sell. I listened to buy or sell with you and Lincoln. I had a good time. Really? Lincoln was broke at the end because he buys everyone. Yeah, he just bought everyone. He doesn't know how to be critical. He doesn't know how to sell people. I know. We, uh, we this is a completely original topic. We invented it on the Flow Track podcast just last week. So I'm going to give you some number one seeds. And I'm going to sell a lot. Yeah, you I'm, can sell. I'm, I am. Dude, okay, so. The way the market is right now, <laughs> selling is, is 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 very in right yeah, now. Yeah. So I'm going to not just be a buyer. I'm going to sell out. So what are we doing? Don't What's, log on to my betterment is what we're first doing. I'm going to give you the number one seed. The number one the number one time, yeah, seed, yeah. We'll call them the number one seed. In each event, we'll start with the men. If we get to all that and we run out of time, then we'll do the women tomorrow. If we, do, if we have more time, we'll just go through. It depends how quickly we, we discuss these things. But you're just buyer selling their chance to win. So there's yes. gonna be, a, I think there's gonna be a lot of selling here. You're not buying or selling their value. For example, let's talk about, I mean, even someone like uh, Charlie Hunter of Oregon, right, in the mile, number one seed. If you were assigning odds, he'd still have less than a fifty percent chance. But we're not talking about based on his odds. We're not talking about his value. We're just talking about his chance to win. Are you buying it or are you selling it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sound good. Cool. Because I, I, yeah, no, it's not many people know Charlie Hunter is number one seed. You think Oliver Hoare would be? Yeah, but he's not. Three fifty-five, forty-one. The only one under three fifty-six this year. So let's start with. Let's just go. All right, here we go. Order of event here. Raymond short Faywell. To, short to long distance. Yeah, and then some field events because you wanted to dig into the field. And events. some people might not know who these people are. That's so true. I'll you try. Might... I'll try my best to kind of explain who this person is. Okay. See, I won't say their name, and you just give me I'll clues. Just paint a picture. This person is a an audio senior picture. at Florida. Oh come on. Okay. No. So who is this guy? This is Raymond Faywell. Senior Florida. What's his seed? Six fifty-three. The sixty. Point zero two seconds faster than the next seed. Yes, Emmanuel Wells, Raheem Chambers. And He's from Nigeria. He has re- yeah, represents Nigeria. So will he? He'll probably be on that Nigeria four by one with Divine Oduduru. Hopefully, if they get it together, man. The Nigerian Federation was a mess last year, and Doha and Divine Oduru and Blessing Okabari had nothing good to say about it. So you never know what you're going to get in an international competition. He's a transfer. Where did he come from? I think was it. Are we really doing twenty questions? I think Oral f- Roberts. Okay, I could have made that up. Buy or sell. Otherwise, we're going to. I am going to sell. Incorrect. I'm selling because I do not think that he will win. I think the sixty has no clear favorite, even though he has a top time. He ran that time in January. Mm-hmm. So, I hung out with Carl Lewis a lot last year. <laughs> when we filmed the Speed City series, watch it. It's great. Okay. Six episode or seven episode series. Haven't heard Following of them. Uh, but Carl, you know, he knows sprinters, right? And he knows jumpers. And he, whenever he's looking at, like, the field, he'll, he'll talk about, like, who's good and who's not good. And he was all, it's all about consistency. And he says there's a lot of people who throw down a fast time and then never do it again. Mm-hmm. And, like, you want someone who's consistent, consistently running fast you know, consistently running, like, doesn't have, like, a one-off random yeah. fast time. Now, Raymond doesn't have a one-off. He's still running consistently sub-660. But I think that, I think, I don't know. I just don't, I just have a hunch. I, I believe that someone like the NC State guy, Cravant Charleston, is going to win. NC State. Uh, I but, would, yeah. I would buy just for that exact reason. Yeah, nobody's been consistent. That's though, true. Right? So nobody's I kind of, I kind of double speak right there by, Using Carl Lewis's advice and then going against it in a way, which well, you always I should take. Should take back, but yeah, I'm I'm going to sell because I just think the sixty is too wild to buy the top seed. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy him. You got the fact that there is no favorite here; it's really wide open. And uh, Lincoln talked about this last week: the, the Mike Holloway magic. Yeah, we don't talk about it enough. Yeah, there is that Florida factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a reason to win because. There's team title implications. You look at the other guys. You have a Washington State athlete, Miami, NC State, Purdue, UCLA. None of those guys are in the team competition. There's a USC athlete in there, but that could be a reason to 
maybe buys because he has a reason to score. That's all right. Stick with your sell. I'm selling, you can, you can stick with your sell. I'm going to go buy. Uh, men's 200, Terrence Laird. We talked about him before. He's been on many teams. Many teams. Yes. He's uh, Penn State, Florida State, Heinz Community College, now with LSU. LSU. He didn't run for Florida State, though. Okay. Um, he's fast. 2043, junior for LSU. I am going to buy uh, purely based off of his consistency and smoking everyone at the SEC championships. Okay. Man, this is interesting. We're going to end up disagreeing. I didn't even – I put it in my head ahead of time, so I was not even prejudiced nope. by your opinion. You're selling? I'm selling. I'm, I like Makai Harris here. I like the experience. This guy ran USA's last year, ran really well in the 200 NCAAs against a really tough field. Remember, Devon Oduro was dropping crazy times last year. Kevon Gillespie was running crazy times. Uh, Makai Harris, I think, learned a lot from last year. Only six one hundreds behind. They got two freshmen on their heels. That's interesting, right? Six one hundreds is a lot. Langston Jackson and Matthew Bowling right there. Six one hundreds. I mean, it's more than one one hundred. That's yeah. true. It's six times that amount. But he's right there. I, I like Harris to get the. So uh, you're selling the LSU Tiger. I'm selling. I'm selling Laird. Uh, buying Harris in that two hundred. That's good news for NAU. You're selling Laird. Well, I'm thinking in three dimensional. Ch- no, I'm not rooting for anybody. I just, I just think. Harris, you show your colors right now, I man. Just think, if you're a Texas fan, you're an NAU lumberjack this weekend. Uh, no, what if Texas wins team title? They could. What would be their odds? Texas? Yeah. Pretty, they're good. They're like 20%. I would say, I would say LSU is probably like 50% yeah. odds of winning. And then I would say Texas, NAU, Oregon. And yeah, other, text, text, other, other, <laughs> yeah, are the other half. It's interesting because you're seeing all these. It's it's campaign season, so you're all, seeing all these projections and stuff yeah. with like multiple factors, multiple factions, and the delegates. It almost reminds me of like a track meet because it's not like predicting. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because he just said this almost reminds me of a track meet. Would that? The NCAs almost reminds you of no, a track no, no, no. Meet. Political oh, season. Political season because look, let me let me explain. Let me explain. We have an okay. hour, so well, we have about fifty minutes. So, uh, when you're projecting baseball, basketball, football, it it seems very you have fewer variables. Yeah. I feel like so you're able to compute it. Oh, this team has this percent odds or that, and everybody's seen the ESPN in-game percentages of oh, hypothetically, I don't know, maybe the Spurs have a ninety-five percent chance of winning because they're up ten with five minutes to go and they blow another game. Yeah, but track so multifaceted because there's yeah. all these other moving parts to it it reminded me of tracking delegates in a political campaign that makes with sense. multiple people because you have a, a candidate who could be really good in like the south that's could be like a team that's really good in the distance events right and, and then a, and then a, a candidate's really good in like the california coastal schools that could be like the sprint or like, or yeah. like it's like a decathlon like you have a really you get really some really good states and some states you're not really good at, and yeah. you hope in the end it adds up to the highest point total. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's so many things to track, and the whole idea of if you're cheering for Texas, you're kind of cheering for NAU, the like yeah, three-dimensional yeah, yeah. chess. Like if this candidate pulls from this, cheering for the third-tier candidate there, you're cheering yeah, for you. Yeah, exactly. Taken uh, away. That's right. what I was. Oh, that's all I was trying to say. We're not turning this into a political podcast, no. unfortunately. No. Uh, Got enough of those. Actually, very fortunately. Uh, uh, so men's four hundred. Uh, four hundred. Bryce Deadman. Texas A&M senior, 45-51. Uh, okay, you want me to go first? I- I'm selling here just the multiple guys really, really close who I could see winning this. Uh, I'm selling as well. Ross right there, two 100s behind. Another Texas guy who has a lot of experience. John Texas Johnson. stand right now. What's going on? I'm just, just – he's went to Monaco, ran a 400 after the gun stopped, ran all the way around, kept going. Uh I like Jones's experience. Ja'Cory Patterson in year two. He runs a really fast 300. Yeah, I'm selling Denman. Jamal Walton. I mean, his own teammate's really good. There's just a lot of people. Like Quincy, and that's not even mentioning someone like Quincy Hall, who we know has the talent to do. I think he's hurt. Is he? He did. He, he did I, I thought he was going to scratch. He didn't run a SEC final or the 4x4. Four four, so. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I'm, we're both selling Denman. Yeah, it's just too deep. We're both field. dead on Denman. I mean, it's just, there's just too, too many guys here. I mean, he could. Just like 16 of them. Well, I mean, someone like Trevor Stewart, ranked 12th. Yeah, he's 44-second guy. People didn't see Tyrell Richard coming last year. Yeah, I'm selling. A lot of depth. I believe in Jonathan Jones with you. Um, 
And I also the Randolph Ross kid. Jamal Walden, two two freshmen up there in the top four. Same thing with the 200. Two freshmen in the top four. 800 time. All right. I already know what I'm going to see. Every time I'm getting my answer in my head because I do not want to be influenced by you. So why don't you go first? Then? So Isaiah Jewett is the top seed, 146.82. Now I'm about to say something crazy. Because last year, a certain guy came into this meet, Devin Dixon, and was considered the favorite and did not win. And he was fresh off a really fast 145 at altitude. Gets beat by Bryce Hopple. You go back even farther than that, outdoors, Isaiah Harris upset Cerrone. But people thought, maybe Dixon could get in too. Didn't run well. Has not run well in championship races. Because then you go outdoors last year. He doesn't fall apart this time, but he gets second to Bryce Hopple. Good regular seasons. Does not get that good championship performance. This year, we could say struggle during the regular season. Only comes in as a number seven seed. I don't know when the last time he came in that low. But I'm saying he's going to reverse it. This is going to be the year when Devin Dixon wins it. Oh, okay. Hold on. From hold the on. Seven seed. Hold on. This is not a hot take. It's not a hot take? At all. He's seven Devin seed. Dixon is the overwhelming favorite, regardless of what he's running in the regular season. How many times has the seven seed been in the tournament? <laughs> selling you, you, you selling Jewett, lo- buying Dixon. Next, go. That is not controversial at all. Okay. Well, he's everyone is buying Dixon. Really? I'm selling Jewett. Yeah. Okay. Lincoln was. Dixon is the. The favorite. He's I only run one forty seven this year. You're still buying him. He still splits forty four seconds every four by four he runs. Didn't he lose this year? Yeah, he lost in a random. Who did he lose to? He lost to like a random guy. I thought he lost Isaiah Jewett at Tiger Paw. No, he that might, didn't he might have. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, your take. He's of an pre- underdog. Pretending that Devin Dixon is an underdog. Nobody's is, heard of this guy. Is bull. Very low profile. <laughs> no one's heard of the him. The only person he's like lost to a championship races is eventually. Bryce Hopple. Who well, no, indoors actually fell apart. He finished way Okay. Okay. But uh, we're both selling you it. Sorry. Okay. Is he going to run in, run indoors with the sunglasses? I hope so. I'll buy him then. I'll I will change my pick. You see both shades on? I'm, like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to ask. Men's mile. Charlie Hunter, aforementioned, top seed, 355-41. I'm selling. Agreed. Okay, so how many, I'm selling a lot. I sold Hunter. I well, sold Jewett. Right. I sold Deadman. I sold... I've sold... You sold everybody? No. Everyone except for Laird, you 200. Laird, yeah. yeah. Well, there'll be some of you guys you can buy here pretty soon. No, I mean, you have to sell this. Whore, Villarreal, Beamish. So you don't believe in Charlie Hunter? To win? I mean, I think his odds, if you were giving assigning percentages here, would be less than 10%, right? Yeah. So we're both selling. Matthew Shadler, Indiana freshman. Last spot there. Yeah. Two freshmen. Three freshmen. Bring up the real. Quacks, Hawker, and Shadler all oh, freshmen. Interesting. The future. Is coming. Men's 3,000. Grijalva, Beamish. We're just talking about Grijalva. The top three seeds. I know. I'm just giving people away okay. the land. They don't have RTSP in front of them like we do. I know, but we're just talking about the top seed, Luis Grijalva. So this is one of the fastest, deepest men's 3,000s ever. I'm selling Grijalva. I'm not buying. Really? It's just, well, then what, do I, what choice do I have? Are you selling? You have to sell. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, I think you guys, especially Lincoln, has just been like abandoning Edwin Kurgat. For no real reason other than he finished behind Klecker at Milrose, which is just insane to me. Uh, I'm still going with Klecker winning this. Klecker winning the 3K and Kurgot winning the 5,000. So, Kurgot is done. It's over for him. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> he ran 13.20 in December and then kept a low profile and everybody forgot about him. That's crazy. Uh, he wasn't able to pull off the triple at Big 12s. He's a failure. Did he lose somebody? He won a 3K, 5K, then he lost to his teammate in the mile. Okay. So I'm I'm being He'll be fine. I'm being uh, facetious. Yeah, or sarcastic. Yeah, whatever the word is. He he's he, good. He's fine. He's but fine. this is we're it's just o- fun to not pick him. No, I okay, fine. But we're over we're overthinking it with him. We have enough data points to be like he's good. He's yeah. the favorite because you could have overthought things and not picked Morgan McDonald last year because yeah. he barely raced indoors. I think the problem is you feel like you're smarter by picking someone like Nagus, or you're smarter by picking like Tier. Yeah. And you just feel like the Kurgot pick is so, like, vanilla. Yeah. You kind of want to come in there and be like, ooh, I got this. Okay, like, so are you buying or selling Tyler Day in the 5000 Because I'm, I'm selling. You're just selling everybody. I don't believe. Yeah. Look, did you listen last week when Lincoln and I were yes. on? And I gave the case for the 5000 Dude. Did you reach out? Did you get us anything? Did you report I, anything? I, I, I did text the coaches. Uh, and I told them, hey, scroll to the 36-minute 36 sec- 36 mark. 
uh, <laughs> podcast episode 14. <laughs> go on listen. Spotify, Google. And they're like, why? And then he sent me a photo of uh, them at, they, he's like, we're Did this little, actually happen or are you making this No, up? this is You actually told them to listen to yeah. these? <laughs> I said, go to third. Serious like, marketing here by Gordon. <laughs> I, 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 can, you, can you email everybody we talk about? And then they, they sent me a, back a text, uh, a photo of them uh, getting ready to do a workout at in uh, like at like sea level, not okay. sea level, or like what's where they come down from. Like whenever they want to do a workout, they go down like a elevation. I forget okay. the place in Arizona. Sedona. Sedona. Yeah, they're in a Sedona. Okay. So it's like the little. He basically said it to us, "We're a little busy right now." He sent a photo of the guys working out in Sedona. Okay. And I was like, "Ooh, they look good." Uh-oh. So, uh, he, was, he was trying to tease me, like, we're, we're ready to go. I mean, do you disagree with the strategy? No, I don't disagree with the strategy. Would you be shocked? But I also think that sometimes when you have a strategy in an indoor race... It doesn't work. It doesn't work, and you end up thinking about the strategy, and if it doesn't go exactly how you want, then you're screwed. And I think sometimes, like, I think in general, just strategies can ha- do more harm than good in a way. I agree with you in most cases. If you try case, to manipulate a race, you're not going... I, I just feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. Well, and this you have nothing to lose, though, in this case. Yeah. This indoor season is just icing on the cake True. after a uh, cross-country season where they were all in. No, I wasn't trying to <laughs> you say... Didn't, you, no, didn't, you didn't know how to say, like, after... How did no, you, after... They're more focused on cross. Yeah, That's yeah. all I was saying. I was saying, like... I was saying... It's sandwiched between cross and outdoor, which is usually the two pillars. People don't really go 100% all in, for those listening, everything out. For those listening right now who didn't listen to podcast so episode 14, I'll explain. why don't you say what yes. you talked okay. about? Okay, so you got me off we'll track. We'll pause there. it and go download that No, no, episode. no, you don't need to do that. Gordon will text you and say, go to the 36-minute mark. Look, here's what I'm saying. Any who has five of the 16 entries in the men's 5,000, they have the ability to set the terms of engagement in that race. They're a team based on their personnel that benefits from a more honest pace in part because of their running style also in part because of the fact that it's at altitude they're an altitude team and they're trying to squeeze max amount of points out of this race and also the 3000 the next day they have a lot of the same people coming back they're going to be racing a lot of the same people coming back it would be a huge advantage for them to go hard and on not stupid hard but hard honest from the gun to put day to put grijalva to put who am I forgetting here? Raf, Pharaoh, Nur, Nur in the best position to score as many points. And I think that's an honest pace. And all I'm saying is it would be crazy for them not to do that. But as I mentioned on the pod last week with Lincoln, I'm not Mike Smith. I don't have national titles. But I was po- I was more presenting it as like, tell me where I'm wrong here. Yeah. No, I mean, gas, gas, gas is the way Mike Smith describes yeah. that strategy. And that could, he has like, I've never talked to him. He has like four or five different race strategies. And one of them is called Gas, Gas, Gas. Wait, in general or for this specific race? Yes, no, probably. in general. He, and he has a name for all of them. I forgot it. I, I should have. But yeah, it's a fun is little this name. Is on camera? No, it's just in the conversation. Okay. But one of the, na- one of the names is called Gas, Gas, Gas. Right, and that's what they did that, in Louisville. That's, yeah, that's what they did in Louisville where he's like going, you know. Um, so and this so, to me is Louisville in a way. They should. I mean, it would make sense to go Gas, Gas, Gas. Just use your strength. Yeah. Um, if they blow up, who, who you know, cares? Especially when two of the three guys, this is their only race, right? You don't, yeah. have, you don't have to worry about no. coming back for a final or another race. When, and th- three of the guys, three of the five, don't have it's, – it's, this is their only five Yeah, race. Nur, Raph, and yeah. Farrell, that's it. And my hot take is Abdi Hamid Nur is ready to he's gonna, – he's going to upset people. He's going to score. That's what I think. He, he's he's seen at 13th. He's going to be top eight. So he's going to finish five. That's almost as hot as my Devin Dixon take here. Uh, I, I don't know. All right. If, but but if, I'm selling day. So. If I knew it was gas, 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 I might consider actually buying day. But since I don't know, since yeah. they're just going to text you pictures of them working out and not get a confirmation, I mean, I'm a roll with Kerr guy. You're rolling yeah. with a 1320 guy. I know days run faster than that this I'm year. I'm rolling with Klecker, but and I'm rolling thousand. with NAU to still run well, but I'm, not, I'm selling day. Yeah. I, my thought process is. If it goes slow or slowish and it ends up being tactical, even if you have three or four guys in it at the bell, you could end up getting a really low point total. Where if you grind it down, you could get a finish. You could get a sort of like a almost like a two, three, five finish. Yeah. Which your your big thing, your big number. We should do numbers to watch. Yeah. 
your big number to watch yeah. with 15. Yeah. So that would be, if they go 2-3-6, or, right, that would get them 15 points. Yeah. So as opposed to leaving up to chance with the last last lap kick. So, all right, sell, sell. 60-minute hurdles, Trey Cunningham of Florida State Junior, 650, 751, excuse me. I'm I'm actually going to buy this. Guy's been waiting in line behind Grant Holloway. Yeah, I was going to buy two. You can buy two. We got this is my first. This is my first buy since two hundred. Since, since the two hundred. Congratulations. I'm back. I'm back in. I'm buying. <laughs> Trey Cunningham. He yeah, like you said, living in the for two years. His freshman and sophomore year, he's had to live in the shadows of Holloway in the same state. Yep. Even. Yep. Um, Seven fifty one. He's been running consistently fast. He's been cons- like in prelims and finals. Yeah. Uh, people are racing for second in this race. And you got a really interesting team battle there because Eric Edwards Jr. of LSU and, and Damian Thomas of LSU are there and then yeah. the two Florida State athletes. Does Florida State have I mean I know. They have three actually guys. Yeah. Do they have a shot? Like an outside, outside, outside shot or the fact that they don't have uh, Sean James and Rincher? That's, they have like, a shot but like their 60 guys just aren't scary enough. To like, they need like, to go like one, two, three in this hurdle race to put. Them yeah, in. they but like, and they have they they need to like. They can do well in the sixty. They're projected to do well in the sixty hurdle. Is what I'm saying, but their long jump, they would need to have a an amazing day in a long jump. They need to have an amazing day in a long jump and an amazing day in a sixty for them to win. And we talked and about the odds this. of them having an amazing day in those two events is going to be not. We talked as, about this before, but imagine if he was still with Oregon and Braxton Kennedy, and he was still with Oregon. Yeah, that would help them. Oregon would be. In the in good position. Yeah. Okay, men's 4x4, four four, Texas A&M. I'm going to buy that as well. I'm buying. Yeah. Dude, they they are they're just every year they have guys that can just run fast. Mm-hmm. A lot insane. of dudes. A lot run. of dudes. Yeah. Uh, DMR for the men. Oregon, the top seed. I'm going to sell. I'm, I'm selling. However, you know. UCLA made the meet. In the DMR. Yeah. That's crazy. Middle Tennessee State, I know that's your pick. To win, uh, men's high jump. Do you want to do these ones? Yes, we're doing everyone. Sullivan, right? Daryl Sullivan, senior from Tennessee. I'm gonna sell. I think this is Juvon Harrison again. I'm gonna sell too. He didn't jump well at SECs, so I'm selling. Even though he has uh, the highest seat time by three centimeters, I'm selling. Chris Nielsen, the pole vault, collegiate record holder now. Sometimes though, he's he he struggled at indoors. I think he's going he's going up against. Uh, Mondo? Mondo. But he did yeah. beat Mondo outdoors, so I'll, I'll buy. Yeah. If you beat Mondo any time in your life, even when he was eight years old, you get bought here. Men's long jump, Kerry McLeod. I'm buying. Another Tennessee. Man, Tennessee. Dude, they got he, – he's good. I'm buying. jumpers. Him. I'm selling. I think it's going to give me LSU again. No, no, no. I'm Harrison bu- I'm, or Greg. I'm buying McLeod from Tennessee. Good old Rocky Top for you, huh? Jordan yeah, yeah. Scott, Virginia. I'm selling. Because you think Kerry McLeod's going to Yes. Win? Wow. He's, he's pulling off the double. Bowerman, watch. Dude, Tennessee can get 30 points right there from, yep. the, from the jumps between... The That's their team, those three guys. Okay. Or those two guys. Pretty good team. Yeah. Pretty good team. Imagine if Christian Coleman had that six-year of eligibility. Maybe. Six. Is that what we're on? Six years? I don't know. Shot put. Andrew Liskowitz, senior from Michigan. You know I'm not going to pick him because in second, it's <laughs> Papiri of Texas. No, Liskowitz, 2102. I'm going to buy. I'm selling. Papiri? I don't know, but I'm just selling Liskowitz. All right, all right, all right. That's it. No Peyton Oderdahl this year. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I think his brother's there, though. He's in a different event. He's in the weight throw. Okay. Ma- weight throw. Yeah. Is he there? Oderdahl? No. I don't know. No. Ola- oh, there's an Oladipo in there. Oh, okay. All right. So, Shapa, you're, you're buying them selling? Uh, yes. And then Galev Dudarev, top seed from Kansas. By a lot. He's good. I'm buying. Yeah. He's almost almost a meter there. And then Men's Heptathlon, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Johannes Erm is the top guy. I think they'll be ready to roll. You're buying Erm? I'm buying Erm. I'm gonna can I can I parlay you wanna hedge? or like <laughs> take the the worst the your aces? No, or take the worst odds, but okay. to say Georgia wins, that is so, not very. You have to put down a lot of money if you want to <laughs> go with the Georgia pick there. But yeah, I respect it. Okay, we got time for the women. What do we got? Yeah, we have, we have so much time, dude. Oh my goodness, we went yeah. faster though. Yeah, you you were speeding through the field events. Okay, I'll go slower for the women. Yeah, we'll go okay. slower. Take your time. Do you want me to start with the field events for the women? Yeah, we'll go backwards. Okay. Women's indoor pentathlon. Tyra Gittens, Texas A&M. So this one is interesting because she is expected to score a lot of points. Uh, do control F fine for her name. Let's see what event she's running. She... 
or duty. So she's doing the high jump, the long jump, and the pentathlon. That's a lot. A so lot. pentathlon is five, six, seven events total. She's actually yeah. doing a heptathlon. She's doing a heptathlon. But only getting credit for a pentathlon plus two. But she's doing a heptathlon, but she could score 30 points. Yeah. Instead of 10, which it's is a hot, pretty... It's kind of like a, it's a hot dog a sandwich. Yeah, right, thing. yeah. So anyway, I, I'm not sure the order of operations of when the events are. Look at the schedule. Uh, I could look at the schedule, but I don't feel like it. But I feel like she's gonna, there's going to be asked a lot from her. So therefore, I'm going to sell her... Um, Okay, we'll look at the events. We'll look at the events. We're okay. going to go deep here. So, on Friday, she will be competing in the long jump. Long jump and pentathlon. Correct. And then she'll, she'll be fresh for the high jump. Yes. for As fresh as one can be. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Yeah. I'm, I'm still selling pentathlon. I think she's going to be tired. So I'm going to go Everybody's with... Everybody's tired. It's pentathlon. Yeah. You went with Lauren Taubert of Kansas State? No, I'm just going with not... Field? Yeah, I'm going with the field. Hmm. You need Jenny Kimbrough of Iowa? Anna Hall could show up. The freshman, Georgia. Petros. Yeah. Got that magic. So yeah, I'm selling. Women's weight throw. What are you doing? Oh, buy. Okay. Of course. Come on. I'm not, not going to overthink cash? it. Yeah. I did not buy that many people. In the okay, I sold a lot, so I, I'm, I'm ready to roll. Rachel Tanzos of Notre Dame. I'm seed in the weight throw again. Big margin. Weight here. throw is going to be the underrated event of the weekend on both the men's and women's side. They're both probably going to break the collegiate record. Ooh. I'm saying it right now. Ooh. Just saying. Big prediction. Women's shot put. Samantha Noning of Arizona State. I am going to buy Arizona State. Great coaching. Mag, great Maggie Ewan come from there. Yeah. They, they, got, they know what they're doing. I'm buying as well. Pretty big margin over the rest of the field. Let's look at the triple. Jasmine Moore. The freshman has lived up to the hype. From Georgia, 1390. This is a big event for Texas A&M. They have Aqua and Cinnamon Stevenson. Greatest name, Cinnamon Stevenson. Yeah. No, no doubt. But I think... I think Moore's going to win it. Moore's going to win it. I want to buy more, but... But? I don't know. In this economy, I think, I think I'm going to sell. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I'm we, selling. We, we should have given ourselves a finite amount of chips to put down, <laughs> and then you could decide, like, am I going to... Am I going to do it? I mean, that'll be, that'll be big, right? Well, we'll probably do a fantasy draft, right? Teams. Like, yeah, we tend to always do that. We'll when do a is, draft when is the women's, women's triples on day two, huh? Yeah. Saturday women's triple. Okay. Because the, the team race will be interesting with that. Yeah. Because they'll need, they'll need some points. Long jump, uh, Tashia Price of Kansas State, and then another Texas. And then I'm Te- selling. Texas A&M second with Deborah Aqua. Yeah, it's pretty close up here. I don't know a lot of these names. A lot of them are new names. Risa Foster of Oregon. I think uh, the uh, Jasmine Steels from Northwestern State is going to sneak in and win it. Oh, wow. So sell, sell. I'm selling. Pole vault, I'm buying. Olivia Gruber, she's really good. I'm selling. Okay. I think she no heights. Dude, that happens a lot. Like the, It does. But the top, not. like, see, the pole vaulter just has a bad day and is like, what? How did this happen? Yeah, I mean, Mondo lost. Anybody can lose. I'm, I'm selling. Okay, you're wrong. Okay, uh, well, I could be right, so that's true. take that. It's wrong. This is just really strong pole vault takes. See who has more money at the end of this. Right. Women's high jump. Ellen Eckholm, top seed over Abigail O'Donohue of LSU. I love watching you reading. This is the first time you've read these people's I've names. seen Abigail O'Donohue's names because we were looking at LSU in terms of the team race, I know. Um, I'm buying. Ellen Kentucky. Eckholm. Yeah. Okay. I think Tyra Gittins, she's going to win everything. I'm selling. All right. Women's DMR. BYU, Stanford, Washington, Arkansas, Oregon, the top five seeds. What do you got? So I want to sell and then text Dilgit and tell her I just sold your team. team. And then it motivates them and then they go on and, like, win. Yeah. Or I could buy and then they get complacent and then they lose. So what do I do? Well... I'm on record of saying they're the favorite since the beginning. I'm not abandoning ship right now. They're I, the favorite. I'm buying. I'm buying too. Whitney Orton, they, she just said they have the best miler. So. Yeah. Yeah. And they have. I would have sold, though, if, if Colorado ran with the fresh Danny Jones. That would have made it more interesting. Um, BYU also is strong in, in the 8 and the 12. Yeah. Because they had two women qualify for the 8, Ellsworth and Camp, who scratched to, to run fresh. So 
and they, they have run two seconds, two whole seconds faster. So, so I'm interested to know their strategy here because they could get a lead if they wanted to. They should do gas, gas, gas. If they're 400 runner, but do you want to like leave Orton out there? I, she does like to front run, you remember, just, and, and simply cross. They're going to leave nothing to chance. They're just going to. You think so? I don't think they're going to be like run a PR. That's what they're going to say. Go run a PR. Yeah. You're fresh. Time trial. Run as fast as possible. And I, I mean, think that's what they do. Stanford could stick with them, though, right? I mean, depending on who they run. Lawson's in the mile. No, Haymack's in the mile. Is that right? Let me go up here. I'm going to see who's... They have Donahue, maybe? So, Haymack is in the mile. So, they're probably going to run Donahue. Donahue and Lawson will be fresh, too. Yeah, so those will be there, too. But I, st- I still think BYU's going to get the baton in front, even if their 400-meter yeah. isn't going to blow anybody out of the water. I... But. Um, we're both buying BYU. We're not disagreeing here. Because if you do this, if you if you just change the letters of BYU to B-U-Y, I mean B-U-Y, it's buy. Just switch to Y and a U, and, and you're buying. Buy BYU. If, I, if you have dyslexia, you're buying BYU. Okay. I, get, I now understand what you're talking about. Women's 4x4, four four, uh, Alabama's top seed. I'm selling. I'm selling. USC, I think, is going to be fine there. Kentucky. Oh, that's a good pick, too. Well, Abbott didn't make it in the exactly. open four. Is she going to run She's, the four by four? Yeah, she, coming in, okay. chip on that shoulder. You got to love people with chips on shoulders. <laughs> it's true. That's a separate event. Come yeah. in with some, four some by guacamole and they'll be ready to roll. <laughs> okay, now that's the, that's the new low of the podcast. Yeah, uh, 60 low. hurdles. So we're both selling Alabama? I uh, Selling Alabama, yeah. Kentucky, USC, and UCLA, I think we need to be paying more attention to. Nah. They got some throwers? No? They're turning around out there. Turning it around. I mean, when's the last time UCLA's had a a, a potent sprint squad? I mean, they did get uh, Shay Anderson, Anderson from Oregon, so right. that's what's helping them. Okay, makes sense. Tania Marshall, top seed in the sixty hurdles. I'm picking her, uh, so I am buying sixty hurdles. I'm selling. Don't believe it. Don't believe the hype. Okay, well, explain. Come on, <laughs> explain why. Explain who. Uh, she ran her time early. Yeah. Um, and I think USC is going to show up, and I think one of the USC women is going to win. I think Cockrell will win. Interesting. Cockrell, the five seed, Emma Glasson, the six seed. Women's 5,000. Izzo and Kaladi are the top two by virtue of their Boston times, and you have Bethany Haas, Cardona Baez. All these are so interesting because they're from so long ago. Everybody ran their 5,000 qualifiers, at least the fastest women in the field did. Do you want to go first? I am selling Izzo. I'm selling Izzo because I'm buying Kaladi on her home own track. track advantage, which yep. isn't real, but well, with altitude, I altitude think it is. Altitude, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Got a workout with her coming out hopefully Wednesday. How long have you been editing this workout for? Shout out to Jeremy Hayes for helping me edit the workout. Uh, like total number of hours? Yeah, well, probably about fifteen. Not too crazy. That's a lot for. Well, a, so we filmed her. Well, we filmed her entire tempo run. So we filmed the entire seven mile tempo run. Which whatever, however many minutes that takes, it's like forty minutes or something like that, right? So it was just I was just chopping that down. It how long? Take a, how long does it take you to write a? How long did it take you to write? Uh, Dilgit's Taylor's story about rejecting Stanford. How many I hours? never kept track. I mean, with the interviews and the transcription and stuff, probably over or under fifteen hours. Oh, over, over, oh, a okay. lot over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the interviews alone. I talked to her twice for, like, an hour each, and then when you transcribe, it takes... I mean, I'm slow with that, so it takes me at least twice that amount of time. So if it's an hour of tape, it takes me two hours to transcribe it. Talked to Ed Eyestone for a while. Talked to Courtney Weymouth. Okay. Yeah. No, I... I was, I was going to see if you... This... Uh, a more complicated workout would have taken me a lot longer, but this was her running straight and Lincoln filming it from, from a bike. So... No. You've just seen me kind of work on it in, like, little spurts. Okay. And once I got it down, it was fine. It's just, I need Jeremy to take it across the goal line, yeah. so hopefully he comes in. Jeremy, the... Jeremy, if you're listening live to this podcast... Editor of the NAU film. Yeah. We should have series. him on the podcast at some point. We should point. talk about it. Yeah. Director's commentary. We have a lot of people who listen who are probably into, like, photography, video, yeah. cinematography, really stuff like that. Job. And he's really good at explaining it. And, and he... As you said before, he was in charge of what percent, and you were in charge of what percent? He was like 85%, and I was the other 15 Right, he crafted a lot of the story, yeah. too. It's not just like he's sitting there hitting, like, Control-R and all that other Final Cut stuff. Like, you know, he's kind of So we're both selling Izzo. 
Yeah, hold on. I'm talking about Jeremy still. Buying Jeremy Hayes. But <laughs> buying Jeremy Hayes. Okay, women's 3,000 is I'm, interesting. So Orton, Monson, Kalati, Donahue, Izzo. I think any one of those five could win. I'm buying Orton. Really? I'm a sell. Oh. So I, I think Monson will be ready. She'll be fresh. And I think that'll matter, even though it's at altitude. So that's going to be tough. But selling Orton. Do you, do you think five have a chance to win? No, I think one has a chance to win, and it's Whitney Orton, who okay. I am buying. I'm not going to. 100% chance. If I'm putting money on the table, yeah. I got to make sure I'm, I believe it. Give me a sleeper, though, here. I know we're not playing that game of sleeper Yeah, we'll game. play that later. I mean, the sleeper would be... Give me someone outside the five who could win. Top five who could win. I mean... I don't... Uh, it's not going to happen. Okay. So it's, like, hard to find a sleeper. I mean, Rainsberger, I guess, is a sleeper. I was going to say Lawson. Lawson's been running pretty well. Yeah. So... All right, that race going to be Morley, awesome. maybe. McKenna Morley. Colorado always finds a way to, like, show up and, like, have, like, amazing races. Yeah. So maybe her. That race is going to be awesome. Women's mile, not as deep. Danny Jones, buy. I am that? buying all the Danny Jones stock. Yeah. This is five seconds clear of the next best person. I mean, she's a huge favorite. She's the biggest favorite in the meet. Yeah. Right? Men, women, Which feel. means she's totally going to lose now. <laughs> well, maybe the... Because uh, that's how it works every time. Maybe the weight throwers are bigger favorites? Yeah, weight throwers probably, yeah. But I don't know, man. Five seconds is five seconds. I love seconds. you found a way to connect the weight throwers to Danny Jones. Well, I just want to know who the biggest favorite is. It might actually be her, right? That's good. That's Am like I missing that. somebody else? I don't... Like, these are... Nobody else is a huge favorite. Uh, well, Nia Akins is. Nia, yeah, she's pretty good. I think... She, so I'm going to take her, obviously, by I'm buying. I'm buying. Thomas... Second, Amber Tanner of Georgia. Talking about the 800 right now. Yeah. Georgia, known for their 800-meter runners and their field events. So she's in there in third. Michaela Meyer, the senior from Delaware, fourth. Then Jones, fifth. I don't think she – Nia Akins is like a slightly smaller favorite than Jones. Big ups to Georgia having Amber Tanner be the third seed. I mean, when you think of Georgia – That's what I just said. You think of – You think of – 800-meter running. (laughs) Yeah. Mid-distance power. You think of – not even sprints, though, like because they had one sprint in what? What's her name? Uh, I forgot her name already. She was good in the four hundred. Oh, Lena Irby. Yeah, they had Lena Irby, and then it was all field and jumps. Uh, now they have an eight hundred meter. Got runner. the drop sisters. They're kind of like a distance, mid distance power. I guess the drops. Yeah, powerhouse. Come on. Petros loves mid distance. That's why. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Amber Tanner, this is her breakout, hopefully her breakout season. So I think she's going to score and help out Georgia. Uh, but yeah, I am also buying Nia Atkins. Do you, so you think she's not as big a favorite as Dane Jones, though, right? Yeah, Dane Jones in a mile is biggest favorite. Okay. Over under how much she wins by Dane Jones? Uh, can't, won't, won't play that game because I have no idea. 1.5 seconds over under. I don't know. She's... Answer is over. Incorrect. You took too much time. All right. No, I'm going to say under because she's going to try to run as slow as possible. She's going to chill and run the 800? Yeah. Okay. Save for the 800. Women's 400. Wow, this is interesting. Bailey Lear, top seed from USC. Then you got Kennedy Simon, Kaylin Roberts, Donisha Anderson, Alexis Holmes, Nasha Robinson. I'm selling. Yeah, this is just who knows. You throw it. Close your eyes to a dart. I mean, that'd be a huge result for if the seeds hold for USC. That'd be big. But going 1-3 one, one, here would be huge for them, right? Yeah, but we're selling Barry Little here. Too young. This is a young This is a, young a lot of long. Yeah, race. Not no seniors in the top five. Yeah, it's, it's I think Alexis Holmes, though, is going to win. It's foreign. But, uh, yeah, I'm selling Barry Little here. Yeah, Simon there in second. Uh, f- yeah, I got to sell just because it's so deep. Women's 200. This is another one wide open. Abby Steiner, the sophomore from Kentucky. And Kentucky has a lot of... Chances to get some points here. Uh, and then a Navy battle, Tamara Clark, Simone Mason, and Thelma Davies. I am going to, let's see, USC has one in here with Lene Tava Thomas. I'm going to sell because I think battle. I watched battle a lot last year because of Big Ten stuff. Um, so I'm probably a little bit uh, biased. I don't, don't have as much perspective on the whole 200 as I should. I just went into the season thinking, Anellis, Anellis, Anellis. And then when she wasn't in it, it kind of threw everything for for a loop. But uh, I think Battle's going to win, so I'll sell on Steiner. I am buying Steiner. This is going to be her breakout race. You had a lot of people getting breakout races here. 
She's going to win this. Okay. And after she wins this, she's going to be the next star. The next star. Okay. That's a lot. She's going to get, like, she's going to get, like, fifth at the Olympic trials. Wow, you're just... And then she's going to come back junior year, win everything, and then make the world team in 2021. Okay, wow. And then she's going to sign a contract. You went really far with this. She's going to sign a contract with New Balance. You projected the next few years. I didn't know we were going that far. That's what's happening. Okay. I already, she's, it's already figured out. She's GoPro in 2021. All right. Yep. Women 60. It's happening. Are you going to predict everybody? What's Danny Jones? Who's she signing with? Danny Jones is the new balance. Just kidding. Julian Alfred. Top seed in the 60. Cambria Sturgis second. Katia Seymour, Tanisha Terry. Francis Presley Barnes, etc., etc. Someone named their child, etc. That's kind of no, 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 no. Um, Steiner's in here in sixteenth. Marcel, Julie Alford is selling. Yeah, I just there's too much, too close behind her. And Terry, defending champions, got the experience. I, I am selling it. as well. Yeah. Okay. Let's do team winners. Buy or sell team winners or team favorites. Team favorites. Yeah. So, well, you know who you have. Well, right now the team favorites was LSU men and USC women. So you buy. I thought you had NAU one. No, LSU one. Let's see how many entries LSU has here. Laird, Peebles, Hislop, Terry, Edwards, Thomas. They have ten entries. Four by four. You can do that by guys just looking at this thing. I'm going to buy LSU. I'm going to buy LSU. I'm going to sell LSU. I think Javon Harrison is and Rayvon Gray are super experienced. I think you could get at least... You think 40 can win it, right? I think they can get at least 20 points, maybe 25 between those three. Harrison and Gray between the high jump and the long jump. And then... You I think they're not going to do well in the long jump. And then you, have 15 to, you only have 15 to go until you get to to 40 that 200 maybe they can get something 400 is gonna be tough 60 hurdles they got at least one in there and then four by four they can cobble together some points so i think it's gonna be very close because <coughs> when the winning score is la- that low it's gonna be close so i will i will buy i am selling lsu doesn't mean i'm buying any because i'm not you're buying any i'm buying the field over uh lsu i think lsu while in the driver's seat in order for them to win, they all need to have great days. Yeah. But they that's... can't win off of, like, just massive numbers. Well, who could? No one could. But, yeah. like, I just think that long jump and they're putting all their their eggs in long jump and high jump. And I just think that, man, people can go from, like, can know height easily. Yeah. Long jump is harder with the Tennessee kid now and there. Mm-hmm. I just – I still think they're going to do well in the long jump and high jump. But, like – they need, they need to do, like, they need to win the high jump and go, like, 1-2 or 1-3 in the long. And I don't think they're going to do that. I think they might get second in the high jump and then go, like, third, fourth yeah. in the long jump. And then after that, you're, like, they don't have the points later on to catch up. Yeah. Well, Harrison and Gray went fourth and sixth in the SEC long jump. Exactly. So maybe I need to change my... Yes. <laughs> high jump, though, Harrison got the dub. So yeah, the, the Tennessee kid didn't do well. Daryl Sullivan. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're saying, well, I guess if you're saying just them straight up versus the field, it would probably be more of a more yeah. of a sell then. Can't take it back. Okay, it's already fine. In. fine. All in. Sign sealed delivered. You go G E A U X. Go Tigers. Do you think uh, Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow be there. Ed Orgeron's gonna give a pump up speech. Pump up speech. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Love. Who doesn't love it? They should Joe Burrow to throw the javelin to get some points. Yeah. Um, so, uh, women at USC. Buy. I buy. am buying as well. Well, thank you for just taking my... I'm not taking it. I'm yeah. smart, and I'm buying USC. Um, they're obviously not going to be as strong as we thought they were at the beginning of the year because they don't have the personnel, but I think they're going to be good enough. But then at the end of the meet, we could have the quote, they are who we thought they were. I mean, actually, can we? Can I get that tweeted right now? Can we just get that in drafts? They have 10 entries, too. Yeah. Magic about ten entries. Yeah, uh, I think Oregon has the most How many men. 
think they have, yeah, they have 11. 11. There's, a, there's one team with 13. I don't know who it is, though. Is it a mystery team? It's a mystery team. Does Oregon have... Oregon <clears throat> could be the surprise winning team, I'm going to say right now, on the men's side. Well, they have... So they have a heptathlete, they have Isaiah Griffin in the jumps, and then it's distance from there. Yeah, because, like, we talk about <laughs> NAU's, like, distance in the, in the mile, 3K, 5K. Oregon also has a lot of bodies in those events, including also the 800, and they have the DMR. Yeah, it's like, going to be tough. If NAU has a bad day, Oregon can come in and just, like, like what NAU can do in the 3K, Oregon could do in the mile, you know. Yeah, I'm, again, I've, throughout this whole season, I've been hesitant because we learned the lessons that doubling and tripling and indoors is really hard, and d- distance takes its toll. So I'm not as crazy optimistic as NAU, but I'd say I'm more optimistic on them that being able to pull it off than Oregon because of the experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, just they're at the top of these performance lists, like, right? Do, like, do you think Oregon running a DMR and the milers end up running a hard DMR is going to affect their mile final? Or, of course. Of course. But I also think that's their best way to score points, yeah. right? Is like that mile nobody could nobody could score from Oregon and it wouldn't be truly shocking. But they're going to get points in the DMR. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, just look at the 3,000 you got tier, but that's like <clears throat> 5,000. Messler's the only one, and he's seated eighth, right? If he doesn't score, I don't think that's like a huge shock. Yeah. DMR, I mean, who could legitimately beat them in the DMR? Obviously, Notre Dame. Wisconsin. They're going to get second in the DMR. But I'm saying, like, even worst case scenario. They get, like, fifth. Right. And, yeah. you're, just, and you're getting four points some points which yeah. couldn't that's 10 percent of what you need to win this meet so i think you have to put them there because in the mile there's no no like oh yeah they're for sure gonna get and can't put a lot of you know on a freshman in the 800 peralta i mean for him to make the final would be impressive and yeah the yeah. guy the person you trust the most is tier is tier and he's in the hardest event that's true so tier could have a great race and, and finish sixth. fourth yeah or six. I mean, he could, right? He could finish behind Grijalva, Beamish, Day, Nagus, Klecker. You know, maybe even someone like Peter Sufer gets in there. Kyle Mao. Like, he could he could be there. You didn't even mention the man who you said we're all forgetting about. Kurgot. Oh, is he in the 3K? I just, I forget because you guys just have dismissed him. You guys <laughs> have said basically wait for outdoors. Of course. Kurgot. This is a fun that's game. A, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of like who you can count on. Not... Who, if a bunch of things go right, will end up scoring points? You need you need people that you like. Grant Holloway, put him down for a bunch of points, right? You you got to build your team around that. So, here's a question: This year is so wild, though, so unpredictable. Obviously, the storyline about NAU. If NAU does pull it off, how impressed would you be? On a scale of one to BYU winning cross, how, what would have been? What would be more impressive? NAU winning this indoor title or them winning the cross-country title? Pulling off the four-peat uh, I mean, or winning an indoor title with seven cross-country guys? I mean, still, I'd probably still say fall just because you're competing against other people. Like, it's a heads-up competition. Yeah. Like, I, it's hard for me to look at this and be like, Yes, it is about NAU being awesome if they do do this, or Oregon being awesome, or whoever's, whoever manages to do it. But it's also about these weird things that are happening in these other events. So. But doesn't that weirdness <coughs> of it show the rarity of it? I mean, there's rarity, obviously, in a 4 Pete too. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it's also like, I mean, if Holloway stayed at Florida for one more year, this isn't happening. Yeah. Right? If <laughs> we can agree. Like, and they have nothing to do. It's not like, well, if Holloway stayed at Florida... Tyler Day's just got to get better on those hurdles, man, and beat them, right? It's not like someone going pro in your own event group. It's just weird things that are happening outside of your control. I mean, which one would they have rather had? Obviously, Cross, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. But you could also say Holloway's went pro, but NAU is redshirting Drew Bosley and Brody Hasty. I don't think Grant Holloway is equivalent. I mean, no disrespect to Brody body. Hasty and. No, but hear me out, though. If they had those two guys, they definitely have a DMR qualified. 100%. Okay, but. Again, no disrespect to those two guys. They that's, aren't that Grant could, that's, a, that's another... That's points. Grant Holloway scored... What did he get in the long jump last year? He didn't do well. Indoors? Okay. That's, he didn't he scored do well. 20 points in the... Yeah, I get yeah. it. And then anchored the 4x4. Four four. I get it, I get it. They didn't even need to put him in the 4x4 four four and they put him in the 4x4. Four four. So... Yeah, but... F- 
hold on, no, no, I'm gonna hold this back though. Adding Hollow adding Holloway to this Florida team, it's not like they, they all of a sudden become like a fifty point team. They don't. Well, he's Florida is not is projected to score like twenty points. So adding Holloway makes this team okay, as he, good as LSU. He scores okay, yeah, he scores you twenty and then he puts you in the four by four. Yeah, but this, it makes them as good as LSU. Their four by four is not that good. Their four by four didn't even qualify. You know what? They're because they didn't have Grant Holloway. Yeah, but Grant Holloway league. doesn't make them all of a sudden go from a three hundred eight to a three hundred three. Grant Holloway can't uh, go five seconds faster than their next guy. Yeah, have you seen him run? He's pretty fast. <laughs> they all have like a fifty second he, guy. He's pretty fast. Then no, no, that no, I no. think I think he arranged the per- he knows the personnel, and I think if he had Grant coming back, they could have found somebody else to, to figure I, it out. If he won, if he ran if, the 60 and he won the 60, if he won the 60 hurdles, if he was in the long 20 jump. 20 points. 20, so he gets and 20 he'd get points. points for the long jump. He's pushing all the LSU hurdlers down a spot, so he's shrinking their potential for points. He's probably crushing some souls along the way and making people quit after day one because they're like, what the F? Is he pushing X? He's not going to do well on the long jump because he d- hasn't done well on the long jump in, since his like, freshman year. This is ridiculous. If Grant Holloway was there, Florida would be in the mix for the title. They would, yeah, they will be in the mix in the title. Yeah. But they wouldn't be like scoring 60 points. But they, I'm saying they could win. I'm, my point being... I'm, NAU could still I'm be more a Florida I'm, team with... I'm more impressed with NAU winning in cross than I am in Okay, course. all That's I'm, all I'm, all I'm saying. saying, if NAU's total is more than 20 points, whatever, that, that Florida got, then I'm right. More than four? No, because we're never going to know because it's a different situation. All I'm saying is that indoors is weird. Indoors is weird. And look, in order to do this... This is sort of undercutting my own point. I'm going to call this a Gordon. We undercut your own point. In order to do this, NEU is going to have to beat people like Kurgat and Klecker. So that in and, and of tier. itself, in that in and of itself, is like incredibly impressive. So maybe it's a situation where I need to see them actually do it and see how the meet unfolds before I can judge what it is. Because if if we see on Saturday afternoon, a parade of lumberjacks going one, two, three across the line ahead of the top two finishers from Incident Blake Cross. Maybe then it'll set a, set in. Top just three because like, you're throwing super, you know? Yeah. Then maybe it'll set in as, like, how impressive it was. But, like, right now in abstract, it seems like a very strange concept. So let's see them do it first. Let's see them do it first and then put it in context. And then you'll decide if it's impressive. Yes. I mean, obviously, it's going to be impressive. It's just the magnitude of how impressive it is. Because you're talking about, and you said on the scale, and I said on the scale of 1 to BYU, because or how surprised or shocked we were. Because, like, what BYU did was crazy and cross, right? We didn't think that they had a chance, especially at the end of last year. Oh, you're losing all yeah. these guys, X, Y, and Z. But um, but I want you to also think about it in the terms of... Think about it in my terms, Gordon. December 2019, Kevin. Yeah, I think December... You, 20- if, if I told you that they won... Well, I probably would have said, okay, they must have gotten, obviously, a a lot of points in the distance races, (laughs) because that's what they do. But I also might have assumed, oh, maybe someone got hurt. Maybe someone decided to redshirt on their opponent's teams. And I also would have said, well, what the heck happened to the other schools? I mean, it's just always going to be more impressive to me when you, you win a title where it's, like, a legitimate team competition as opposed to what we have now, which is, like, a bunch of individual events cobbled together. But at the same time, though, it's not like they're going to win the title, if assuming they, with 20 points. Like, they're going to have to score 40 points, which is... What? Okay, so... Which is a number that's impressive. Okay, so put on your Nate Silver hat. You got it on? Uh, Yeah. Because I want to talk about points for a second. So, range of outcomes, right? Winning men's team score. So, at one end of the probability scale, you'd have, like... Okay, oh, is a winning team going to score 80 points? That'd be like almost no. like a 0%, right? Or less than 1%. Yeah. Is the winning team going to score 10 points? Basically zero, right? You're saying like the the median score is going to be somewhere around 40, right? Yeah. But like there's variations, right? So is there any probability? Like could we see like a 30-point winning score? What would yes, that be, Mr. 100% Silver? we could. Okay, what's that? what's that equivalent to on the other side? So in essence... There's the same percent chance that a winning team scores 30 points as there is that the winning team scores 60? I think 52? I think the lowest it'll be is like 35, and the highest it'll be is 50. Right, but what range of outcomes is that? Is that like 20% to 80%, and then you have a, a tail on the other side, or is that like 
you're you're just saying like well, with the middle being forty being like forty to forty three being like the the prime fifty percent of okay. the outcomes are. 40 I want you to, to make a graph and I want you to show it to us on Thursday before the meet. So do you get what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You're trying to make a scale like percentage wise. Yeah. I think could we see a thirty point champion? Very rare. This is what happens when you have a five day a week podcast. Three percent chance to see a thirty point. Okay, champion. but there's chance. thirty point fl- thirty zero. 30, yeah. Not thirty nine. Not thirty nine. Yeah. No, but thirty point. So there's a chance. Five percent chance. Okay, but that's still a chance, right? Yeah. When you run your simulations, it comes out three percent of the time. I mean, there's a chance. I mean, because I mean, can you run? Simulations? You can have like a bunch of like teams with like three, two guys all be top two in all their events, and yeah, then yeah, it spreads yeah. everything out. That's something like if you actually had, which you should have. I don't know why you don't. An algorithm, brrr, spit it out, right, and then it comes up with. These different possibilities. I wonder how many times. Yeah, one but of the that possibilities the problem is. with that though, you also have to weight all the probabilities, right? You have yeah, to, get to work. Because the 16th seed, but also you can't. Outdoors you is can't, almost here. Do this for But outdoors. also you can't rank it on seed because you know that the order. You can't like right. you can't consider Kurgat the tenth of the eleventh best three K runner. I know you got to adjust. You got to figure out. You have to say, okay, what is he really? He's really, you know. Yeah, and, that's what that's what's gonna make this so interesting to see when you create it because it's gonna factor all the stuff you in. You want me to work. But wouldn't that be interesting to I'm know? I'm busy producing this podcast. That's true. Wouldn't that be interesting to know, though? Or see it would. The, 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 the possible point distributions? Yeah, I'm tr- I was thinking about trying to how to make something like that, yeah. but I... I <laughs> you got tired? You well, I was thinking about it last night. I didn't Your know head hurt? I had to figure... I'm just, I'm just saying, because then if you told me, then if you told me, Kevin, going into this, there's like a 9% chance that NAU wins, that would help me conceptualize it a little better. Yeah, because they need all these million things to go go right for for it to happen. Like that, that's that's pretty cool. But the thing is, no, NAU controls their own destiny. You think so? Hundred well, percent. I mean, everybody kind of controls their own destiny. Yeah. Well, no, because if LSU wins everything, no, they still control their own destiny because they have more entrance. I mean, probable. Well, how are you counting that as probable top eight scores? Yeah, I mean, NAU. If NAU has a great day. In all three of their events, they will win the meet, no matter a, what LSU does. What's a great day? Is a great day day getting first, or is a great day day getting third, second, or first? I mean, a great day would be them going one, three, four in the 3K, going one, three, four, six in the 5K, and going one, four in the mile. Yeah, but that's crazy. That's called great. Great day. No, I think that's better than great. In the no, that's great. To get four guys in the top six, that's possible. Be, it's possible, but that's like you're. Def- <laughs> that's a really high standard for great. Like when my teacher said, "Hey, great job!" Like they weren't talking about, "Hey, you got four in the top six. I mean, look at the guys in the five. That would mean that you assume t- day would win. Yeah. Then you assume Collector gets second. Right. Then you assume Grijalva gets third, and then you see Abdihamanura gets fourth, and then. <laughs> so that's insane. I'm glad that you realized that midway through. It's altitude, man. It is. It is. But like, someone like Peter Sufers could be out of it. The the Middle Tennessee State guys could be out of it. That's something you can't say control their own destiny in the same way you can like in team sports, where it's like, yeah, if Philly wins out, then they're fine. Like, it's just there's multiple. There's it's it's being contested on not just the X and the Y axis, but you got a Z as well too. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well. I mean that's a, a day when they win like get score like sixty points that I was creating like. I think still 15, all they need is fifteen. They need to score fifteen. Fifteen's a good metric. Fifteen, ten, and fifteen. That's their that's their formula. Fifteen in the five, ten in the mile, fifteen in the three k. That gets them forty. That gets them forty. That's what they need. Yeah, which I I would define that at fifteen in the five k. I would define as a great day. Yeah. Because that's okay if. Day gets second. That's eight points. Now you need to figure out seven more points when there's only with four guys. Yeah. Right, but there's only at that point there's only six, five, four, three, two, one left. I don't know how much that equals up to, but there's not a lot of point options available. Well, you get point. two guys in there, and then you got it. Yeah, but if your two guys get seven, eight, that's only three. If yeah. your two guys get six, seven, that's a number that's probably larger than three that I'm not doing in my head right now. They they need a lot of things still to go right. That's all I'm saying. They need a lot of things to go right. They need some. This would be the great upsets. the great our overarching story though. Okay. They get second at NCAA's. The person who was the first man out oh. was Ryan Raff, right? Okay. Uh, at cross. Okay. He didn't get to run. 
because uh, okay. they had eight guys instead of seven, so he was on the sideline. Ryan Raff gets eighth in the 5K, and that's the one point that they need to beat LSU because of Ryan Raff. What's the, is there a tie-breaking procedure? No, no right? So we could, I think we can see that, too. Or, as I say, the other story, on the opposite perspective, uh, they lose to LSU by one point, and you go back to the 5K looking for points, and Jacob Hesslington of BYU <laughs> <laughs> outkicks an NAU to get that last spot. Uh, yeah. No, that no. would be... There's no BYU guys in the 3,000, though. No. I guess they have a miler, so maybe... See, I mean, one thing that helped NAU is... Connor Mance getting hurt and redshirting. Yeah. We talked about this before. There was a lot of things. Florida State having guys redshirt yeah. and not run that well. There's just a, a long list of factors. But the more, though, thinking in the distance, the Camoin, uh, the Campbell kid who transferred to Arkansas. Amy Campbell, yeah. He's redshirting. Yeah. He would have been a scorer, and Connor Mance would have been a scorer. Yeah. And then Cooper Tier also not doing the five. Yeah. That all helped them. But, I mean, I'll say this. The fields are still. They're still good. Good. The at, adding the goose to the three K makes that a legit. It's more just the weirdness in the sprints that yeah. that that I say is like some. They need a bank shot to happen, but we'll find that's out. It. Yeah, that's it. We have three more days to preview this. We we talked over an hour, man. Yeah, flowtrack podcast at uh, gmail dot com. We'll get the emails tomorrow, so keep those coming. We got one from Neil here from from Scotland. So shout out to Neil listening all the way in Scotland. We appreciate you. Write in, what are your NCAA indoor predictions, picks, or just things you're excited to see? Send us a note our way. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.